Welcome to the Fat Guys with Smokers podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm John. We're a couple of overweight barbecue enthusiasts trying to share our love for sweet and smoky food with the world. Thanks for hanging out with us as we talk about life, share recipes, successes, and failures that have all led to our love of cooking outdoors. Welcome everybody <laughs> to a... I tried to cue you like you cued me and I blew it. That's alright. Welcome everybody to Fat Guys with Smokers. I'm John. This, this is not Mike. And Mike. I'm also John. <laughs> I know Trying a lot of John's drink. in my life. I also have a brother named John. Whitney gets really confused when I say, I gotta talk to John, I gotta text John back. It's a rough, rough life. To start attaching their occupation. That's what I started doing with the Daves in my life. That's a good idea. Farmer Dave. Which which one of the three of us wins? Uh, Well, I mean, all of you are winners. (laughs) Participation trophies all around. Yes. Oh, if you only knew how much I hate participation (laughs) trophies. That's why I said it. Well, yeah, uh, we're here with a guest today. Um, John Carley, formerly known as Pilot Potty. Mm-hmm. Potty Pilot? But now, he's way more sophisticated. Yeah, I gotta update my ninth grade Too cool. Um, uh, nickname, you know. Jeez. I know. What do you do? Uh, we found John, he was at an airport, and he was begging for change. And so, we were just like, hey man, come on the podcast, so... <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Me and John have been friends for a long time. Seventh grade, probably. Sixth or seventh grade. Yeah, it was like sixth grade. Yeah. Baseball team. Yep, that's I right. Think. I moved mm-hmm. here in sixth grade, and John was on my baseball team, and the rest was history. We played football, and we wrestled together, and John tied me in knots um, and won a state championship. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. We did that Thanks together to in help. football, but then John just did it by himself in wrestling. I, yeah, yeah. I rode the bench. I was cool with it, though. <laughs> Um, but what else should we say, John? I don't know. That's about it, isn't it? That's yeah, pretty much me in a nutshell. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we go back. We got, like I was telling him earlier, we could do a whole podcast of stories of Mike from high school. Yeah. We'll try to not, avoid though. those. Let's not do that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'll try to I'm not sure. i to this, so just kidding. We'll do a after the episode <laughs> outtakes. Go. There yes. you go. That'll work. You're going to have to do a lot of editing on this one. Hey man, that's that's against the creed. <laughs> yeah, the less editing, the better things go, right? There you go. So you guys met met in middle school. Mm-hmm. When uh, I guess when did you fall in love with food? I mean, first sight, I think. Right, love at first sight. Love yeah, first I like sight. it. So uh, I remember late nights with Mike, we'd go on Beto's runs at, at midnight yeah. all the time, <laughs> and uh, after. <laughs> In between two a days for football, we'd hit up McDonald's and get burritos back when they were two for a dollar. Oh, yeah, dude. Back and when my metabolism could handle We could it. eat anything, right? Oh, man. I still eat anything, and it does not go well. <laughs> it so. doesn't. It just stays around. So, yeah, I mean, I, I've i always loved food. I've been a foodie. I grew up in a family of eight kids, and I'm one of the younger ones, so you always had to fight for your food. I like Even it. Even though, I mean, my parents cooked plenty, but, yeah, we always had to fight for it. And then I, uh, I served my mission in Italy, so, of course... They got uh, they got some okay food over there. So yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, there. Always, always loved it. There's some cultures that food is a bigger part than others, and for sure, feel like the Italian culture. It's yeah, just a little bit of it. Just a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. One night, me and John were sitting in a hot tub. <laughs> And he was talking yes. about... Hey, 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 I'm just... So okay, wait, wait, this, this is a family show? Everybody was fully clothed. Mm-hmm. It was not that kind of a hot tub. Come on, man. What uh, kind of hot tub were you in fully clothed? I don't know. Just, <laughs> never mind. I tried to make it less... It wasn't an inappropriate... It was a wholesome thing. Okay, it was fine. This uh, is an origin story. It's important. Yeah, yeah we, were, we were just sitting in the hot tub, and John goes, Yeah, I was mowing lawns today, and some dude just threw a Beto's cup at me. Dude, and it's like, what that. was it, one in the morning? And we were like, dude, Beto's. we got to go to Beto's right now. <laughs> so we did. It was amazing. And along those lines, uh, you'll be happy to know this might bring up something. My uh, truck fuel gauge doesn't work. Oh, yeah. The old Rodeo. That's how you know it's good. My car in high school, the fuel gauge did not work, so it was a gamble every time we went somewhere. So... <laughs> That is risky. We lived on the edge. Oh, I thought you were going to tell a different story about us in the hot tub. Uh, when we called your wife the first time? <laughs> like eight times? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Man. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. We were, what was the even, we were trying to. You were practicing. Yeah. I was, I was afraid of girls in high school. I know it's not obvious looking at me now um, as a womanizer, but uh, back in high school, I was really nervous. And so. John really liked this girl. What was the story? You just had me call her and <laughs> I don't know. I don't like, I think I tried to call her and she didn't answer. So we're like, hey Mike, just practice. Just call this girl for me. <laughs> so my wife, my now wife, had like six or seven voicemails of all of us doing these stupid calls. Dude, we're, we're like, so hey, dumb. so you should give my friend a you know a shot. He's a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> And then she married you, so yeah. you're welcome. Yeah, really. thank you. Yeah. yeah, thirteen years strong, man. Yeah. Uh, sweet man. Well, the reason John is here, other than being a good friend, is John travels a little bit. I do. Work. Yes, I uh, I get to travel around the country. I'm usually in a hotel about twelve to fifteen nights a month. Wow. And so yeah, I get to see a lot. And my favorite thing to do is find barbecue or sushi. So, barbecue or sushi? Not together. I haven't tried I was together. Gonna say, is there something that does mixes both? I'm sure there is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, some Korean barbecue. I don't know. There's a uh, there's a spot in Phoenix called El Chino Bandito, mm. and it is Chinese food served as Mexican food. So you can like go get a Beef and broccoli burrito. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to hard pass. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Hard it, pass on that. It's weird, but it works. <laughs> it's, it? Yeah, yeah, it's a... Uh, pull it off. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. But anyway, so in my travels, I have... Uh, I've tried a lot of barbecue places. I've tried a lot of good ones. A couple not so good, but mostly good. And so, yeah, we're kind of here to talk about barbecue around the country. Yeah. Where... Uh, I get, where's your favorite place to go for barbecue? Oh, see, that's tough because... Are we talking like city or restaurant? Hmm. Yeah, good question. Let's start with city. 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 Ooh. You know, if I'm, I'm going to go with city, I'm either going to go with Nashville or Memphis. Oh, Tennessee, I mean, huh? Yeah. Okay. I, I like the Tennessee stuff. 
Malcolm Reed style. I was going to say, and those are two like almost polar opposite cities. Yes, very much. Like there, there well, is the a distinctly themselves. different feel in Memphis than there yeah, is in Nashville. That, that's, yeah, Nashville is just a party town. Yeah, you know it, that. That's all it is. What's Memphis? That's a lot of fun. I don't travel very much. Hmm. How would you describe Memphis? I recently went to Salt Lake. It so. is a. There you go. It's a lot like Salt Lake. There's Salt a lot Lake. of people. Mm. No, I don't know. No, Memphis is like <laughs> it, it's rooted a lot in in music and history. Um, but yeah, it's just, it, Nashville's just a party town. Mm. Yeah, it's a little bit like Vegas. Yes, Nashville is very much like Vegas. Really? Yeah. 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 Hmm. Real high energy. Real flashy. Yeah, they've got this this hot thing in Nashville is they've got the uh, a lot of people do like uh, bachelor bachelorette parties there, mm-hmm. and they ride around on these bars that go around the city, and they hold like ten people, and you have to pedal like that's how they move. <laughs> so everybody on there's pedaling, and they got a bartender, and so you'll see like five or six of them with these bridesmaids and these yeah. bachelorette parties. No, it's a good time, but not in Memphis. No, mm-hmm. not so much. No. no. I'm getting the vibe that Memphis wouldn't be as fun to visit as Nashville. Well, it depends on where you're going. Yeah, I'm interesting. Okay. Yeah. Memphis has got some good music. It's different music yeah. and uh, a lot of history. They got. Uh, is that where these, Elvis is from? That's uh, Graceland. Yep, Graceland. Okay. Graceland's kind of cool. And then uh, that's where Martin Luther King was. He did a lot there. That's where he was assassinated oh. as well. Hmm. Next to one of my favorite barbecue places. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But uh, let's see. Oh, so they've also got the trained ducks at the Peabody Hotel in Memphis. I don't even know what that means. They have these ducks that they've trained, and they march them down the lobby and into the little fountain, and they swim around, and they march out, like, in formation and Are stuff. Are you serious? Yeah, it's kind of fun. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Huh. All right, so, so we've established city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, restaurant. Now, restaurant, I'm going to deviate a little bit, so... Here's the thing about barbecue is I've, what I've found is everywhere's got something that's really good. It's hard to find somewhere that has everything really good. That's fair. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So one of my favorite places is in Hartford, Connecticut. What? Yeah. I know it's really? kind of uh, weird, right? Okay. I think it's called like the Smoky Bear or something. I looked them all up and typed them out, but I don't have it in front of me. Oh, but anyway, this place yeah. in Hartford... Uh, really good barbecue. I believe he's from Texas. I could be wrong. Don't Bear's Smokehouse. Bear Smokehouse. Bear Smokehouse. That one. And, okay. uh, I mean, just good good food. And sides are good. But they've got these things called moink balls. And you guys have kind of talked about them, I think, on one of your episodes. But these are a little different. They're pork meatballs. Okay. Wrapped in bacon. Yes. Smoked. And then tossed in wing sauce. Wings like hot sauce, oh. like oh, you can get any any kind of flavor that they do. Oh yeah! Wow. So they've got like the you know your uh, your parmesan, your lemon, oh. uh, mango habanero. Yeah, I, just whatever they got there. Really? Wings, they toss them in wing sauce. Oh my gosh! Moink balls. They call them moink balls. So are we talking like fist size? No, or like, no. like little meatball size. So you get a bunch of them. Or so. What? Yeah, you'd get like like an appetizer size would be like four of them. So they're okay. like a like a good size wing. It's okay. about that size. Oh. Yeah. Not a huge meatball, but like an appetizer size. And then just toss them wing sauce, huh? Mm-hmm. I yeah, do. I mean it's phenomenal. I could get behind that. I dream about those. 
Yeah, they're good. That's intense. Yeah. I dream a lot about food, though. <laughs> Me too, man. It's a problem. It's a real problem. <laughs> yeah, you know you've you know you've arrived when you wake up like in a cold sweat, thinking you're. Your your flame's gone out. Like you ran out of pellets, the fire's out, and then you realize it's you know it's Wednesday night, and you're not cooking for another two days or yeah, something. And you have no time to do anything amazing. Um. Okay, so the next one you have on here, Martin's Barbecue in Nashville. Yes. Tell us about Martin's. So Martin's is pretty famous. It's there a couple blocks off the main street, and uh, man, if if you don't get there by eleven thirty, the the line's wrapping around. You're going to wait an hour to get in. Mm. They've got uh, a little bit of everything, obviously. Their their ribs are really good. Really good ribs. And then they do this thing they call the uh, the redneck taco. You had me at redneck. Right? So what they do is they take a corn flapjack, as they call it. We around here call them pancakes. But they call them a flapjack. Or flapjack, mm-hmm. I don't know which. Sure. Corn. So it's like cornbread. Interesting. Okay. And then they top it with like coleslaw and then whatever barbecue meat of your flavor on there. And then you kind of eat it like a taco. Mm. So is a pancake sweet mm. or like more? No, it's like cornbread. Think, think cornbread. Okay. But it's about the, the it's the shape and size of a, of a uh, pancake. Pancake, yeah. Interesting. It's it's pretty good. I mean, I could get on yeah. board. I don't love the idea of like bread taking up space in my tummy. That's because you haven't had cornbread. Yeah, corn, I guess done. that's true. I don't think cornbread falls into the like worthless carb category. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, cornbread can. I, and I didn't even know this until um, I was eating at a place in Fort Wayne, but it had like cream of corn in it. Actual corn. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was creamy. Flour, like, it wasn't dry. Huh. Oh, my goodness. Good, huh? I haven't tried to recreate it, but, man. Oh, dude, I need so to up my cornbread. I haven't had I, cornbread since I, didn't I was even a know kid. You, I'd never, I'd, it makes sense, but, like, I had never even thought of, like, actual corn in cornbread. But it's yeah. pretty popular. I've, I've had that in multiple places uh, now. I've got a... I've got a cornbread recipe for you. I might have to steal it from there you. My go. mom used to make yeah. cornbread all the time. It was really good. I don't, I don't think Whitney's against it. We just haven't eaten it. Yeah, my wife yeah. loves yeah. cornbread. She makes cornbread quite yeah. a bit. She does a good job. I like her cornbread. Yeah. Uh, what kind of ribs? Spare so, ribs or back ribs? What, no, what's your pick? I'm a, uh, I'm a baby, like a, like a spare ribs, you know, the pork ribs. I like, like the, the beef ribs are okay. You get more meat, but they're just not as tender and flavorful. And there tends to be, at least I feel, more fat involved. And so oh, I just yeah. get disappointed more. But the uh, so I'm oh, spare yeah. ribs. I like spare ribs. You like spare ribs over the the baby backs? Yeah. Mm. No, wait. Which one's pork? They're both. Of both them are, are pork. pork. Oh, I don't know then. <laughs> I like the pork over the pork <laughs> ribs, man. Heck yeah. I usually order the baby back. Okay. Yeah. I thought those were. Nah, I don't know. Whatever. I think they just come from different parts of the pig, but yeah, they're both ribs. Gotcha. So, so I I personally like mine dry and. Okay. Uh, I've gotten some... I can support that. Some people yeah. not appreciating that in mm-hmm. certain places. Yeah, people get really upset about but, sauce uh, or yeah, no I'm, sauce. I'm all about... And this is the reason why. I love sauces. I love flavor. That's my big thing is I love flavor. Mm-hmm. And so the more flavor I can enjoy, the happier I am. So I get the dry ribs and usually get more of the flavor when they don't douse it. And then I can try it in like 
they're all their sauces. Whatever sauce they have, I can try it in all of them. There you go. Instead of having one sauce okay. on top. So then you can try different sauces instead of just... Okay. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. What about muddy ribs? Oh, I noticed so, you said you like some muddy ribs. Yeah, have you guys heard of muddy ribs? I, I'm not familiar. I mean, I've seen them. Oh, have you? I don't think I've ever okay. made them. But I didn't know what them. they were. I was in Memphis one night, and... Uh, I called up this place called Corky's, and it's kind of a chain around that area. Some people like it, some people hate it. But they're like, okay, how do you want your ribs? I was like, oh, I like them dry. And they said, well, have you tried them muddy? I was like, uh, what the heck's muddy? They said, well, what we do is we mix the dry seasoning in with the sauce, and it creates like this super thick paste. Oh. And they put that on there. So it's, it's drier than... Just wet ribs. Yeah. Obviously, it's wetter than dry ribs. And, and then they sprinkle the, the the seasoning over the top of it as well. Mm. And so it's just thicker, and it's it's pretty dang good. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Nice. I've never made those. I've heard of them, but I wasn't really sure what it was. So Yeah. Is that something they put on during the cook or before the cook or after the cook, do you know? I'm, I'm guessing it's probably... I, I guess... I, I don't know for sure, so this is a guess. But I think what they do is they do them like normal, and uh-huh. they'll sauce them, and then let them sit. But that sauce is mixed in with some seasoning, gotcha. and then after it sits for a little bit, then they pour the dry rub back okay. on top, and that just soaks up the rest of the moisture. Gotcha. So like a if glaze, I guess. but more of a muddy, muddy glaze. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Any muddy rib aficionados, feel free to correct yeah. us. Yes. On YouTube. Yeah. There Send us go. some recipes. Yeah. That's one. Uh, Absolutely. I've got to make a bunch of ribs this weekend. I may have to just try that. There you should go. Try it. Give it a whirl. You should try it. Yeah. Um. We've hit moink balls. We've hit ribs. What's next on our on our trip? Let's see. Barbecue nachos. Ooh. I want to hear about the barbecue nachos. You say it's at Central Barbecue in Memphis. Yeah. So this is right, literally across the street. You eat your food. You go across, and there's the hotel, and they got uh, uh, Martin Luther King's. His uh, Cadillac's out there, and they've got this whole shrine and stuff. Anyway, it's right there. Fantastic barbecue. So I've never had barbecue nachos. I know you guys have talked about them. So yeah, oh my John gosh. mentioned them. I still have yet to. I mean, I've tried to make my own, but I've have not gotten them anywhere. It's, so it. Uh, it's one of the reasons that I'm willing to go to Utah County. That's right. That's when we were talking about. It. All right. Um, yeah. So just think nachos, but instead of your Hispanic toppings, you throw on. Some coleslaw, some baked beans, maybe your meats, and then instead of salsa, you're doing uh, barbecue sauce. Shove some jalapenos on there. Ooh, man, they're so. What good. kind of meats are we talking? Just Any like pulled pork, or yeah. Like... So a lot of the places I go to, most of their entrees, if it's not just the meat, so most barbecue places, right? You can get meat by the pound, or they got some sort of combo, or pick two, or mm-hmm. whatever. And then they've also got all their sandwiches, right? And then you can usually do their pulled pork. I've had some places do turkey. I think uh, Central might have turkey as well, shredded turkey. And then uh, chopped brisket, burn ends, just all the stuff that they have. You can put that on sandwiches or whatever they do specialty there. Mm. Um, Not everywhere has nachos. I've only seen it at a a few places. It's not as popular. I don't know Mm. why. But yeah, just whatever barbecue meat, you can have them throw a brisket on there. And they usually chop it, so you're not getting, like, slabs of brisket. Mm-hmm. They'll chop it up so you have little bits. And put, fit it on a chip. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, if you get the hankering and you're not on the road, 
Bam Bams in Orem. Bam I can not remember what it was called. Bam Bams. Yep. Mm. But then you have to go to Utah County. So. My wife's a cougar. So. I know. I know. Come on, Ashley. Um, we haven't been there in forever. Good. There may... I heard a rumor this week. Uh, there may be another reason to go to Utah County in the next year or so. Go on. Rumor has it. Breaking news. Fat guys with smokers. You heard it here first. Bucky's is coming to Utah County. What? Ooh. I don't even know what Bucky's is. It's because you're always flying. It's a gas station. Yeah. But it's like the mecca of gas stations, right? Yeah. It like 100 pumps. Oh, dang. The size of a small grocery store. I've okay. never been there, but I've heard it is a sight to behold. Hmm. It's, yeah, it's awesome. Hmm. Nor- started in Texas. There's a couple throughout the, the southern states. They're building one north of Denver, and I just heard this week. Um that they're uh, they're put one here in Utah. Hmm. Do you remember when they put In and Out in Provo? Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh! It was, it was like huge. a two and a half a hour wait. Yeah. Well, do you remember why they put one? And it wasn't actually in Provo. It was in American Fork. Why? There was another burger stand that I think it was called Cheddar's. Mm. Um, looked just like In and Out, but instead of red, it was blue. And, like, prices were almost the same. Menu looked the exact same. Used the same font. Literally just took everything that was red and turned it blue. Really? <laughs> Gotta love that Utah. <laughs> <laughs> and they had been sued, like, four or five times. Um, in and out, open across the street from them. And just, like, put them under. Just plowed them under. <laughs> like, hard, just... <laughs> I did not know that. That's interesting. Not yeah. a huge in and out fan, mm. personally. It's okay. We but. can't all be right, Mike. <laughs> Wow. Shots fired. <laughs> oh, man. Man. Blues on Franklin. So this is new. I've heard about it. It's a popular spot for uh, for for crews to go to in Raleigh-Durham. Okay. So we stay, uh, we're, we're pretty close to the University of North Carolina, and they've got a whole, I think they call it Chapel Hill right uh-huh. there. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, just all kinds of food. But this barbecue place in particular is uh yeah blues on franklin and i just went there this last what was it last week that i texted you i think so i think so yeah anyway, first time i'd gone and uh, it was like 11 o'clock 11 30 i'm the only person there and the owner sits me down i'm like and, and here's one thing that i usually do if i'm somewhere that i've never been and i'm not with somebody that's been there to give me uh-huh. suggestions uh, i usually like to ask the waiters you know get their opinion on what they like on the menu because usually if they're working at a barbecue place somewhere that's you know, the Carolinas kind of know how to do barbecue. Yeah, they get it. They kind of know what's yeah. good on their menu, what's not. Lo and behold, the owner was the one sitting me, and I'm like, so, hey, what do you recommend? And he's like, well, I am partial because I own the joint. Mm. But uh, we got a sandwich <laughs> called the Farmageddon, right? And it's exactly what you would think, just this giant sandwich full of, I think it had uh, brisket, um, tri-tip maybe? Ooh. Pulled pork and one more. There's four meats. Maybe burn ins. I don't know. Dude. And then, like, just this huge hoagie with some sauce and then this provolone cheese. Oh. Oh, man. It was so good. That sounds good. It was really good. And then he uh, suggested the, the potato salad. And 
not a huge potato salad fan. It's mm. one of my... Neither is John, as it turns out. He tends to throw it on the ground. So. <laughs> I heard about that. Yeah. But I tried it, because I'm like, well, if the owner just recommended it... You drop it, it you one know, time. It was dang good. It was really good potato salad. Was it warm potato salad? No, it was cold. cold. Potato salad? It was okay. cold. All right. Yeah, cold potato salad. Oh, thank you, Siri. Wouldn't be an episode without Siri chiming <laughs> in. Sorry. I've got so anyway, wrists. So anyway, one of the reasons, though, that I like this place... Is uh, besides the sandwich being phenomenal, oh. is I'm sitting there and this owner, they've got these chairs just sitting out, these rocking chairs out in front of the outside seating area, mm-hmm. and he's just rocking in this chair with his giant, I don't know, a mastiff or something, just like chilling out there with one of his employees, talking to people as they walk by, and he was just the most awesome. chill guy Super I've ever met. Super chill, huh? That's yeah. sweet. But the, the sandwich was phenomenal. Mm. Yeah, it was. Good stuff. Farmageddon. The Farmageddon. That's an awesome Farmageddon. Name. <laughs> I think I sent you a picture, didn't I? I was, think so. It was huge. Yeah. And it was phenomenal. I was going to say, I want to see this picture. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah. Maybe we can post Raleigh, it on a YouTube video. Yeah, Raleigh, uh, Raleigh had a bad week this week. Sam Jones Barbecue had a, had a fire. What? Oh. Yeah. I guess that is kind of a hazard of the job. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they've got a couple of locations, but, I mean, Sam Jones, he's the one that wrote the book on whole hog hmm. cooking. and You didn't send me a picture. I saw you it. You sent me a picture of the owner chilling, hmm. but no picture of your food. Fine. So. I'm sorry. It's all right. But we'll get this picture, and we will show you guys, because I'm intrigued. Hmm. That's a different barbecue picture. Hmm. That's an Austin Powers meme. Mm. Yeah, we send a lot of weird stuff to each other. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. So, I don't want to slander any joints because we have the highest fan base of barbecue <laughs> podcast listeners in the Nibley area. But, uh, what are some swings and misses that you've been to? Maybe. <sighs> so, here's the thing about barbecue is. It's kind of hard to really screw it up in the food department. Like, if the food's really bad at a barbecue place, I don't know what they did. Like, that's bad. Yeah. But there's some places that just either aren't as good or their customer service just isn't that good. Interesting. your value, right? So Mm. I can only think of probably one barbecue place I wouldn't go back to. And that's because I got a $17 sandwich with, like, an eighth up a pound of meat on a Walmart bun and it was dry and nasty. Mm. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I don't think I'll ever come back here. Yeah. Was the service good? Uh, I was in an airport. Mm. So. Mm. Message received. I wasn't sitting down. It was a to-go. It took like 35 minutes to get that sandwich. Mm. And it was dry and crusty on a Walmart bun. Yeah, and then like their fries on top of that were like 12 bucks or something. And they, I didn't get them, but I saw somebody that did and they looked like like Orida frozen fries. Oh. That's a bummer. So, that is a bummer. Maybe I just had a bad day. I'm not willing to try again. You mentioned customer service. I've, I mean, I've only been to a few barbecue joints. Definitely not as much as you, but it seems like most places, like, it's a pretty chill atmosphere. And people oh, for are like, sure. Really, like you mentioned, like asking, like, the waiters for what they'd recommend. Sometimes I do that at restaurants and it makes my wife so mad because they just like freeze up. Like nobody's ever talked to me before. Like I'm a human being. Right. You know? Yeah. No. Uh, 
But I, every time I've gone to a barbecue place, I'm like, what's well, good? And they're like, it's just so chill and they're really nice. And mm-hmm. do you feel like that's kind of the norm? Oh, for sure. With 100%. barbecue spots? So most of the issues I've had are in airports, to mm-hmm. be honest with you. And I think part of that is they're not. So a lot of them will be like a, a barbecue place that's established in the city. Yeah, and then they open up somewhere in the airport. Mm. And I think that just kind of, it, it just turns into a fast food kind of feel. Yeah. And so, yeah. like, I got my credit card stolen at another place in an airport. Oh, nice. I know. And it's sad because they're the second best breakfast burritos I've had. Oh. So now I just pay cash. I don't use my card. Oh, nice. Because I still go. <laughs> I still go. <laughs> risk. <laughs> Identity theft does not <laughs> deter John from hitting up a good but breakfast burrito. I think barbecue, like, it really is a passion for a lot of people, especially if you're working at a at a barbecue joint. Like you're, you're probably pretty passionate about barbecue. Like oh for sure. I, I'm sure there you know I'm sure there's a couple of high school kids that are just there for the tips and bussing tables or. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, the people that are interacting with customers, like my experience has always been like, they're pretty knowledgeable. Like they may not be running the pit, but if they go in the back, like. They know what's going on back there, and they can answer questions. And, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, if a lot can, of them are from areas where, I mean, that's just part of life. Mm-hmm. They grow yeah. up with it, and that they're just used to it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And heaven help you if you actually talk to the pit master or somebody, like, there are a couple of questions you can ask. That it's, like, almost a guarantee, like, hey, why don't you come in the back and let's... I know. I was let's, so hey. close. I sent probably the same picture I sent to you of on the Blues on Franklin. Uh-huh. And I texted my wife and I said, I'm just going to go talk to him. I'm just going to go sit down next to him. Oh, you should have. Well, he was talking to somebody else, and I would kind of like slowly walk. And I was like, ah, I'm out. Because hmm. <laughs> I was going to be like, so, uh, any pointers? Yeah, <laughs> seriously. I'm well, not from around here, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I will not compete, but I want to know all your secrets. Yeah, that's kind of, that's a good point. I mean, I worked at McDonald's. Nobody was asking me anything, and I was (laughs) just there to collect that paycheck. Like, I didn't care. But I feel like if you're working at a place like that, first of all, it's usually a little more laid back. People are chill. There's a lot of cool stuff going on. You're probably seeing a lot of different customers every day. Right. Like, I just feel like it'd be a cool place to work. Yeah. I'd be hungry all the time. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing. So I worked at McDonald's, and I... Did not care much for McDonald's food. Do you think you'd get that way if you work at a barbecue joint? I worked at a pizza place, and it got to the point where, like, just the smell of pizza, like, made me nauseous. Yeah. Like, I mean, I cut fruit for years, and I still love, <laughs> like, fruit. <laughs> hmm. So, I don't know. No, no. We uh, have to pull. All of our barbecue owners of famous barbecue restaurants that listen to our podcast will pull you. There you go. We'll They'll tell you. you. Yeah. At least the ones I've talked to, they still seem super passionate. That's the thing. Like, they, yeah, they seem happy. Like, you watched the... We talked about the Netflix documentary with Tootsie. Yeah. You know? I mean, she loved it. She was getting after it every day. It wasn't like a grind. She was loving it, so... Yeah. Hmm. Some people just love food. Yeah. Well, what else? What else, guys? Well, you- you uh, you call that one of the spots I really like, but for a reason I had no idea that they even did breakfast burritos. Oh, San Diego? Yeah. Yeah, Phil's Barbecue? Yeah, I, like I love Phil's Barbecue. I, 
I try and hit there every time I'm in San Diego. You haven't had the breakfast burrito? I've never had the breakfast burrito. Mm. Tell us about the breakfast burrito. What's going on there? Yeah, Compare what, it to Beto's. Yeah, what? <sighs> mm. I mean, that is literally like apples and oranges, you know. <laughs> I guess not they're both burritos, but that's like a Golden Delicious versus Honeycrisp. Okay. No, no, that's right. not true. Beto's is better than that. John and I also worked together at Macy's where he cut fruit, so. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes, it's just... So different. The uh, a lot of it just comes down to the meat, right? How they how they prepare their meat, just their meat in general. Because in a breakfast burrito, they're usually putting potatoes, eggs, cheese, barbecue sauce, and then the meat. Mm -hmm. And you can get whatever meat you want. So a lot of it'll be the differences in potatoes. Because some places do like tater tots, right? Right. Some place, I don't know what why. What are you talking this about here? Um, they're. I don't even know. To oh, really? With you. Yeah, they're just genetically like, modified probably, potato sprouts. Probably no, they're yeah. just they're soft, they're flavorful, because mm. and you can tell they're made fresh. They're not from a frozen bag. Gotcha. Okay. They're probably made from a frozen bag, but I can't tell. They seem <laughs> but fresh they to seem me. Fresh. Not me, but a guy. <laughs> imagine I know. what it'd be like. And uh, yeah, and just the amount of just the ratios and then the sauce. So the one thing that I find. The biggest difference in around the country of barbecue places I've gone to is usually quality barbecues, quality barbecue. They're going to taste pretty similar as far as just the the meat itself. Mm, Little variations, but like a good brisket is not dry, right? Good ribs fall off the bone. That's just kind of a given. Where they vary drastically, in my opinion, is the sauce. Mm. And um, a lot of places have... A sauce from everywhere. So, like, if you're in Kansas City, you're still going to get, like, a vinegar sauce. You're still going to get, like, a mustard sauce. But they've got, like, one that shares around multiple tables. Whereas their their sauce, you know, they got three bottles per table type deal. Mm. And so, uh, yeah, the sauces really, I think, kind of distinguish the different barbecue places that I've been to anyways, one from another. And that's kind of like the, the, the breakfast burrito is, A, it's just... It's good meat. They've done it well. It's smoked well. Um, some places that are maybe famous and kind of like David, I don't know. They're just not that. There's nothing special about them, right? Mm. Whereas you get these one-offs, either they're making their own sauce or they're having it made specially or it's just different. Like you go to this place and that's what that sauce tastes like. And mm. So I think with Phil's Barbecue, that's part of it is their sauce that they put in it is really good. Not everywhere does, obviously, breakfast um, right. barbecue burritos. Yeah. It's kind of a niche thing. Usually mm -hmm. barbecues for yeah, lunch I, or dinner. Lunch I don't know if you can even get them at the like regular restaurant. I almost wonder if it's just an airport thing. So that happens quite a bit. Uh, for example, the Cafe Rio in Salt Lake, they do breakfast. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. oh. Really good breakfast. In the in the airport? In the yeah. airport, Okay. Yeah. Whereas yeah. you can't get it at So it's like a cafe. different menu then. Some of them do, yeah, for airports specifically. So I've never had a breakfast. I've never gone to a barbecue place for breakfast, mm -hmm. except for in airports. Okay. So. Hmm. But yeah, if, uh, if you got some leftover barbecue one time, make a breakfast burrito. Just a breakfast potatoes, burrito. eggs, cheese, sauce, and they're pretty good, man. They're mm -hmm. pretty good. I could get on board. All right. So next time you're in San Diego, try the breakfast burrito. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
I pick the worst flights out of San Diego. <laughs> I'm always like, they're, uh, like, I think the last flight I was on, like, left at quarter to six. Like, mm. it's just too early. Mm. But, um, yeah, so like Nashville, you walk in there at that time, and the line to Chick fil A is three miles long. Yeah. And the line to the barbecue place, there's nobody there. So you walk up and knock on the counter, and somebody pops their head up. Hello. <laughs> you're like, I'm like a breakfast burrito. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> so there's never a line. Nobody knows yeah. they're open. Mm. It's good yeah. stuff. Well, but pay cash. But pay, pay cash. cash. Or you will <laughs> get your identities. <laughs> oh. I guess I can't say it was them for sure. But it was, for sure. But it was ran there. Definitely so. them. Uh, okay, so you've kind of talked about this, but what different styles do you notice as you go to different like regions? Or do you notice different styles? Like you said, a good, good brisket is a good brisket wherever you go. Or do you notice maybe season differences or sauce differences? Yeah, dry rubs for sure can vary region to region. Usually what I see is just the general menu. So, for example, in, in Memphis... Right, they might have like four or five different ribs hmm. on their menu, whereas if you're in the Carolinas, they might just have. Usually, they'll have two. They'll have spare ribs and baby back ribs, typically. Mm-hmm. But uh, then, I don't know, a lot of places lately, it seems like uh, sandwiches. A lot of places are going more towards sandwiches, hmm. and maybe they're not going more towards it, but. That's what seems to be popular at mm-hmm. places. What people are ordering. Yeah, so I was in uh, Kansas City a couple weeks ago, and I went to two different barbecue joints because it's Kansas City. I went to one in Missouri and one in uh, Kansas, so mm-hmm. I've got to try them both. And I got sandwiches at both, even though, obviously, they had everything else. But, uh, I don't know, brisket is one that the best brisket I've had, I think, was in Charlotte, North Carolina. Really? Yeah. Not Texas. You know, I, I, it's been so long since I've had brisket in Texas, mm. so I, I can't say that it's better or worse. Sure. I guess it's just because the last time I think I had brisket in Texas was like 2015. Mm. And um, anyway, so yeah. Sounds like it's time to go to Texas and get some brisket. Yeah, yeah. I don't go to Texas as much anymore. And mm-hmm. when I, the last few times I was going there, I was going to uh, Santa Fe, and there's just a fantastic Mexican restaurant there. So that's where I would go. Hmm, that's fair. Um, but yeah, so different areas, they'll have different sauces for sure, 100%. But that also varies because you can be in the same state and go to different barbecue places and even sure. their sauces are different. Interesting. Yeah. Like they might have something, like, for example, obviously we know there's more of like the the tomato base than the vinegar base than the mustard base. And there will be one that's more prominent. And usually it's either the tomato base versus... The uh, vinegar based. Mm-hmm. So that'll come out in different areas quite a bit. But as far as the meats go, it's yeah, it's kind of like every... I don't even know if it's region. For me, it seems more like pit master to pit master differences in what they are good at and what they do well. And whether that be ribs or pulled pork or the uh, sides. You know, everybody's got their own sides, usually. Mm. Um, and, uh, yeah, so... That's kind of what I see. So it really just kind of depends on the pitmaster, the restaurant. And... Well, yeah, because if you look at, you know, we've talked about some of my favorite places and some of my least favorite places. Mm-hmm. And Nashville's on both of those lists. 
and Kansas City is on both of those lists as well. Mm-hmm. So, and then you got the outliers like Phil's Barbecue in San Diego, and uh, up in Hartford, Connecticut. Yeah. So interesting. Where people have moved around so much the last 20, 30 years that I, I really feel like that central centralized cuisine has kind of shifted a little bit. Now, obviously, Memphis is more known for their ribs, right? Mm-hmm. And Texas is known for their brisket. But uh, you definitely get places that mix and, and can do well outside of that region. Well, and I mean, you could have somebody from Texas that's doing in North Carolina or whatever, I guess, that grew up doing brisket or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, we had that here in town. Gonzalez barbecue there yep. he learned and grew up in Texas and that was Texas style brisket for sure mm-hmm. so. yeah um favorite barbecue side Ooh. I so my thing is I order coleslaw pretty much everywhere I go nice and the reason why I don't even know why I like it so much I like I've never had I don't know if I've ever had coleslaw that was the same in two different places Mm, that's fair. always different. Yeah, mm-hmm. baked beans. There is a lot of variation, and I've had some really good baked beans. But a lot of times with baked beans, it's like okay, those are good baked beans. Whereas with coleslaw, you can get a whole variety of how they make it, what they put in it. Mm. So yeah, coleslaw is always different. What's your favorite coleslaw you've had? Oh, that's a good question. I'm not sure. The one there's this one that I had that had like a a mustard and a poppy seed dressing in it mm. i don't even know what the heck else they put in there but it was just good mm. interesting i think it was up at uh in hartford actually at mm, your favorite they, place i think they've got good coleslaw there right on i was i was worried you were gonna say chick-fil-a <laughs> do they have coleslaw at chick-fil-a they used to and they stopped making it it was like this <laughs> my wife really likes coleslaw and that was like her she always wanted to get coleslaw she liked it. so when they stopped it was a big deal yeah sorry Haley. Okay, John. I don't travel. Ever. I never travel. I think we established that. You teach drivers that. Yeah. Well, I travel. (laughs) I travel around the city a lot here. (laughs) I go nowhere else. Yeah. (laughs) I can go within 25 miles of my school. Um, But what would you? What advice would you give to somebody who's going to travel and would like to try different? Barbecue, and I'm sure it would transfer to any different cuisine that you wanted to try. But right, uh, so one thing that I've done is that there's two ways to go about it. Either you order the same thing everywhere, okay, that way you get to taste the differences everywhere you go, mm-hmm. or you never eat the same thing twice. And by that, not obviously, sometimes you will, but when you go somewhere, you try to find out what that area, and more specifically, what that place is known for, and that's what you try. So like the mm. blues on Franklin. He says the Farmageddon. It's like, so I'm going to try the Farmageddon here. Yeah. I'm not get, I've gotten ribs in dozens, if not hundreds of places. If mm. he's telling me the Farmageddon, that's what I'm going to try. Yeah. So that'd be um, the one. So either try what they're known for, and you find that out by, honestly, uh, if you're talking to like a shuttle driver, a bus driver, an Uber driver, or even the concierge at your hotel, mm. a lot of times... Be prudent about the type of person. If they fit kind of the thing we got going on here, you can probably <laughs> trust what they say as far as good food goes. Never right? trust a skinny chef. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but ask them. So 
a perfect example is Memphis. Rendezvous Barbecue is pretty famous in Memphis. Yeah. I've never eaten there. Hmm. So, in the it was actually in an airplane. I had a passenger, but uh, I was just sitting in the back, and we were talking, and they said, like, oh, are you going to go out for barbecue? And I'm like, well, yeah, it's Memphis. And they're like, okay, don't go to Rendezvous. I'm like, what? But everybody talks about Rendezvous. Hmm. And they said, it's not because it's bad. Like, Rendezvous's good food. But go to Central Barbecue. That's where the locals go. Mm. So it's like, okay. So some places are more touristy. You know, they're on the map for whatever reason. Sometimes it's a good reason. But then there's so many places that nobody's heard of. And, oh. and you find some dang good food that way. Huh. And the, the And you don't probably don't have as many, like, crowds to fight and stuff like that, maybe? Uh, no, just no usually, everybody gets it's it, that I guess. Good, yeah. it's, it's, it's usually pretty busy. Huh. But, yeah, the Uber drivers, the shuttle drivers, and the concierge, they know where the good food's at. You mm. know? And they usually try to direct you somewhere that's not where everybody's going. Um, so, hey, I guess that's kind of my suggestions. Either eat the same thing or eat what they're known for. Mm. Nice. I like it. I like that, talking with the Uber driver, too, because I would Google it and just go to the first one that showed up, probably. And like, I've done that. And... Uh, you know, and I've Googled it and then asked the front desk, and they're like, ooh, yeah. I mean, I like this place better. Hmm. Yeah, okay. Then you've had more luck with that than yeah. you Googleizing. Yeah. All right. I'm also a creature of habit, so, like, I'll find a good place. And then I'm usually only in the same city, like, once every three months. Mm -hmm. So it's like, when I go to Nashville, I'm going to Martin's Barbecue. That's just where I'm eating. That's your so spot. Right. That's just where I'm going. Huh. Do you have a collection of things from different barbecue places? No, I thought about starting to collect like barbecue sauce or something. Yeah, but that could be cool. I have not. Yeah. So normally, when it gets like this, we say, "Well, I think we've reached that point." Yeah. I think we're about. Any other questions? You didn't ask yeah. me about my elk. Oh yeah, tell us about your elk, John. I just want to talk about it because it's the thing I'm most Oh, yeah, of. that's right. So you, I did. I asked you what barbecue dishes you have done at home. Tell us. So I uh, I did quite a bit of barbecue like six, seven years ago. And then I stopped, didn't do anything. And then you came over the other day. And then I've been trying to do stuff again. Mm -hmm. The other day other was like, day, like Christmas time. Like two weeks before you started the podcast. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I remember but, that we were all sitting at the table. They were like, what are you guys even into? And I was like, I'm starting a podcast. And they all looked at me like, you're an idiot. And he's like, yep. And now we're the number one barbecue podcast in the Nibley area. That's what I'm telling everyone. Hashtag goals. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I've done a little bit of everything. I don't have I, I don't have one of those fancy pellet smokers. The smoker that I have has worked really well. Um, and I've learned how to use it. Mm. And uh, so I've, I've done, obviously, like the pulled porks, the salmon, uh, corn on the cob is probably one of my favorite things that I do. To smoke. Oh, have you not done that? I've never done that. Oh, I've grilled man. it. I love it, but I haven't smoked it. Yeah. Interesting. Just give that a try. Do you leave it in the... You do. So you okay. soak it for like 20, 30 minutes in water, leave like two or three layers okay. of husk on it, uh -huh. and then you smoke that. Ooh. Mm, man, it's That good. sounds good. I mean, everything on the smoker's good, right? No. Yeah. What kind of smoker is it? You said it's not a pellet grill. So it's a it's an upright smoker that's got like the wood chips. It's electric. Oh, okay. So you got to refill yeah. wood chips every like 30 minutes. So it gets a really good smoke flavor at the beginning. 
and then I suck at it, so then I'm just like, I don't know, trying to get smoke coming out, and I, I, I struggle sometimes. <laughs> but I, uh, a few years ago, I shot an elk, and uh, I'm cheap by nature. Okay, mm. uh, a boy. I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but I'm like, I'm not paying $1,200 to have somebody process this elk when I can buy all this stuff for 15 and do it myself. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. but So I bought everything to process the elk, and uh, I made summer sausage out of the elk. And nice. Yeah. I probably shouldn't have brought that up. I think it's a sore subject for you, isn't it? No, oh, why? Oh, I thought you said something the other day. Anyway. Hmm. Summer sausage with elk, and it was phenomenal. I was eating that stuff for like a year. Mm. And uh, so I had to get like the sausage stuffer in the grinder and find this recipe, and you're shoving it full of these like three-foot-long logs, and then uh, it smoked it for like 26 hours. Really? I don't think it's supposed to take that long. <laughs> if you remember that one time... What was it? Brisket that I was smoking? Uh-huh. And then I went yep. to... Uh, and you cut it in half. You went to In-N-Out. And, and then I went to In-N-Out. In-N-Out. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so my smoker just typically takes like twice as long. Really? I don't... Maybe not, but... Does it not get as hot? Or is no, it, it, it gets to temperature and it holds temperature really well. Interesting. I have no idea. I'm blaming it on the smoker because it can't be me. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. It's never us. I'm trying to... There's a water pan in it, isn't there? Yes. I wonder if it's the humidity. Like there's too much humidity? Interesting. So I'm pretty good at like putting some fluids in there. I do not refill it, so I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Science. But it's been, uh, it's been good. Yeah. Yeah. So but the summer sausage was bomb. The summer sausage. Do you have to refrigerate summer sausage? You don't have to, but its shelf life is, I don't know. I think it can go like a week or two. Depending on how you do it, because there's different ways. Uh-huh. Uh, I froze mine just so that it would keep, make sure it kept longer. Yeah. But I don't think, yeah, that, I don't know how long it would last without it. It never lasted long enough once we thought it to test it out. Mm. Nice. That's awesome. I love summer sausage. I'm a fan myself. It's so good. <clears throat> My buddy Zane smoked some deer summer sausage yeah. and then gave me some smoked cheese to eat with it. Dude, good it was stuff. bomb. I was say, my uncle used to send me cheddar jalapeno deer sausage. Oh. Every, yeah, they they live in Texas. They'd go shoot a couple of whitetail, and it was just. That sounds great. So good. It's the best Lunchable I've ever had, man. That's good stuff. Hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. It's hard to go wrong when you smoke something, though. Yeah. I haven't had a lot of bad, ex- unless I've screwed up or it's gotten way too bitter. Like, I tried tri-tip once, and it was just horrible really yeah it was like chewing a freaking tire oh dude i love tri-tip i was gonna so say, I haven't I, tried again i was gonna say i'm gonna blame that on on the cook yeah that was this that, that was just, definitely the smoker was definitely me <laughs> just, just as once because tri-tip's freaking amazing oh dude i do love tri-tip. so i've never tried I'm tri-tip this weekend there you it's go good time well uh anything else you want to say to our tens of listeners no, I think I think I'm good if you don't have any other questions. No. No. Well, yeah, I'm good. Go eat some barbecue. Yeah, dude. Seriously. Yeah. Try wanna, new places. Try one things. day before I die, I want to go on a barbecue road trip or something and try some of these places you guys talk about. Because John travels for work a lot, too. I don't. I stay yeah. here. So. Not, not 15 nights a... 
Yeah. That's fifteen that's a, a month. a lot. Usually twelve's the That's that's still a lot, John. Yeah. That's a lot. I'm like five nights, <laughs> you know, every two months. <laughs> that's something. But, well, uh, thanks for being here, John. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate uh, it. What is you know your? What? Tell us about your social media and stuff. Where can people find you? What do you do? Because you got all kinds of stuff going on. Yeah, so I started a YouTube channel because I had a one-hit wonder. That's uh, BC shooting the BC is what it's called. Hmm. That's uh, I do some long-range shooting competitions, and uh, yeah, and then my normal stuff is just uh, Pilot Jay Carly on Instagram. That wow. is so. I know. Strange. It's like weird coming out of my mouth. Yeah. Change it. Change it back. I know. How dare you? Change sir. it back. <laughs> How dare you? Um, change it back to your Halo name from high school. Okay. <laughs> Seriously though, <laughs> it was time. Well, it, as we wrap up, I do have one more question. You got it. Hit me. Will you be in Nibley on Saturday to support Mike in his? Oh, is that this Saturday? In his My parade. family will be here. In his parade I will, debut. I will not, unfortunately. Shoot, man. But that uh, my, blew my up wife in and my kids. face. How many, how many likes did you end up getting? Ashley's going to want to know. More was, than 20. It was 100. After Ooh, we got past 20, boy. I stopped. I tried to dislike it, but they wouldn't <laughs> let me. So you I, just, this. I didn't know what to do. I just commented dislike, but Instagram didn't subtract anything from it. So, so. I, I will send my family in full force to support you. <sighs> We might even make a sign. Maybe not. We'll be watching for you on FaceTime. There you go. I have not seen John this excited about something since we decided to start the podcast. <laughs> and I am just cringing at oh. just sitting there doing my princess wave at everybody, man. Like, you know what it reminds me of? What? When you were running for student council. Oh. Mike ran for student council. John, well, until next time. <laughs> no, 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 no. I control the button. What was his campaign slogan? So Zoolander had just come out. <laughs> so he had the most epic poster of the same face over and over again. Listen, with different emotions. I was very, would you say stupid? Is stoic the right word? Does that mean like you just, you're very, like you walk down the hall? He had one face. I was very shy. He so had one face. I did. I didn't show a lot of emotion, like happy, sad, whatever. And so I just had one picture of me looking at the camera, <laughs> just like this. And then it was happy, sad, whatever. It was epic. Yeah. See, he said one face and I immediately went to blue steel. Exactly. <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah, can't turn left. Yeah, man, you could tell me, you could tell a lot of things about. We, we could go on for hours. You knew me in a dark time. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! There's so many things, but I don't know how much people know about you, so I'm not going to spill the beans. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I'll get your number afterwards. You can text me. <laughs> oh shoot! Well. Thanks for being here, John. Yeah, thanks for having Appreciate me. Appreciate it. Been yeah. fun. It was fun. Um, Till next time, I'm Mike. I'm John. I'm John. And we're Fat Guys and Smokers. Thanks for listening to the Fat Guys with Smokers podcast. Be sure to check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Be sure to subscribe so you don't forget to tune in for even more nonsense from a couple of Fat Guys with Smokers.
Don't forget to like subscribe.